One welcome to the Hour Radio Podcast. The Hour Radio Podcast is an opportunity again to listen to one of our inspirational, thought-provoking interviews that we have brought to the listeners of Yawa Radio. Yawa Radio is online 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are your well-being and happiness radio station, bringing the feel-good feeling to every single day of the week. Check us out at yawaradio.co.uk. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast from the Yawa Radio team. This is Glass Half Full with me, Steve Twine, and where I'm joined by inspirational guests from around the world, sharing their stories, stories that may well resonate with you. Sit back and enjoy this week's Glass Half Full. Well, a warm welcome to this week's Glass South Pool with me, Steve Bynum. And it's a pleasure to be joined on the line today by, by Kay, Boy, uh, Kay Boyce. Kay, how are you? Oh, I'm really well, Steve. Thank you so much for having me. No, it's it's a pleasure. Thanks for joining me on Glass South Pool. Really looking forward to finding out about the work that you do and your story as well. But Kay, your company is called Fearless female education love it love it thank and you so the listeners thinking what is that about you know so we'll find out about that in a minute but it, first of all okay what, what was the reason for you starting the company well actually it was my daughter um and that extended beyond that but uh my daughter she's now 21 probably listening and cringing to death but when she was about <laughs> 15 16 um you know as everybody does she wanted to start going out wanting to start you know meeting up with her friends and things and um i actually as a lot of parents do i said yes of course but let's get you you know some stuff to keep you a bit safe now, we'll probably go into this later, but the idea that I was all right, but nothing had, you know, really happened to her or anything like that, but I'm going, she needs classes, she needs something to keep her safe. Um, and very long story short, we started looking for self-defense classes, as I said, lots of parents do. And um, we couldn't find any that weren't either martial arts classes that she had to go to regularly, and she already had a busy extracurricular activity um, calendar, and um, and most of them were being taught by men. And she said, not happening, not going. And I ended up you know, doing real search in the area we lived in, couldn't really find anything. And eventually I decided I would go to an instructor class, learn a few things so I could teach her. And that started me on an, a really interesting journey. I, you know, fast forward a few years, I started teaching women myself. I was working freelance for a company and delivering uh, physical intervention, conflict resolution to lots of quite large institutions and stuff. And lots of women would come up to me during these classes, at the end of these classes and say, we love all the stuff that you're teaching us. We love the fact that you're, you know, because I'm only five foot one, huh? 
and a half, which is very important. <laughs> the half is very important, never forget that. Very, half. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, they say, we love that a woman's teaching this because normally it's the, you know, six foot tall, hmm. six foot wide blog. And then they would share really personal stories with me. And I consider it and have always and will always consider it a privilege uh, when someone shares a story with me, especially of some of the deeply uh, personal things that they told me about. But throughout listening to this stuff over, and I'm talking over three, four years now, I'm sitting there going, but none of the things that we are teaching addresses any of the issues that these women have faced. And I have worked and still continue to work, you know, quite closely sometimes with lots of great people in the industry. It's a male dominated industry. Most of them are still men, but we have different ways of understanding um, and different ways of looking at things. And I, I think, you know, I probably Dr. Maya Angela says it best when she said, you know, you, you do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, you do better. And I think, unfortunately, for a lot of the people who are in self-defense, while they mean really well, they haven't got the lived experience of being a woman. Mm -hmm. And the courses, the classes that we're delivering just weren't addressing many of the issues that women face. And so I thought, I didn't want to rock the boat. I was told in quite uncategoric terms sometimes not to rock the boat. And I thought, I'm tired of being told what to do. So I decided to tip the boat over and start my own company. Wow, and how have things developed then since then, Kay? Well, um, believe it or not, it's been a whirlwind. So that was about three years ago when I thought I'm gonna start my own stuff, my own business. Um, and since then, uh, that's led to the formation of Fearless Female Education. Um, I went back to university to study psychology because a lot of the issues that we were having, um, I felt could not be addressed physically. In fact, um, much of the women's institutes and stuff, they won't even, that work with, say, in uh, victims of domestic abuse or survivors i should say of domestic mm. abuse um they won't even teach self-defense and for many good reasons um and i wanted to know for myself we work very closely i have a very close friend who's a clinical psychologist and you know she gives us lots of great input but for myself i felt it was important that if i'm standing in front of people and talking about some of the things that they're going through and some things we'd be discussing I wanted to have a more personal understanding of you know some of the cultural societal deeper issues that mm. that lead to us needing these classes um and so we've done all of that we've had quite a lovely bunch of women trained up um all of the people who work we were facilitators because as a woman I'm tired of being taught things by, you know, professionals. And, um, you know, all of the people who work on this course, myself included, we've all got lived experience. And the one thing that I've found is that women are already experts at keeping themselves safe. <laughs> we've had to be, you know, we don't need any more experts. What we need is people who understand, who have been there. It's a very different thing 
to tell someone, oh, just do this move. It's really simple when you're six foot tall oh. and six foot wide. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so talk, I love that bit when you said, you know, when you, you were told, um, okay, don't, don't you rock the boat, okay? Yeah, and, and and I love that, you know, because I mean, I can remember if somebody, if somebody said that to me, I'd be thinking, same as you, I will rock the boat. Don't you tell me not to rock it. Like, probably the worst thing somebody could say that to me, uh, and obviously to you as well. Uh, so, so you've rocked the boat, and you've described a little bit about how things are different. But how would you, how would you say that the big differences are between? yourself and those like self-defense classes that you've been talking about you've touched on the the more of the psychological bit as well is that is that one of the big differences yes hugely so so much of what we do isn't actually physical we do have yeah. courses um that deal with physical stuff and that's you know important because um well actually i'll tell you a statistic <laughs> a lot yeah, go of for the it. um yeah i love statistics um <laughs> so 85 to 90% of the time, um, women who encounter any form of violence, be it sexual, sexual or physical violence, that's not going to be by a stranger. It's going to be from someone that is known to those women. Um, 40, I think 42% uh, of the time, it's roughly going to be a partner or ex-partner. Now, when you go to any traditional form of self-defense, and I've been to quite a few, and don't get me wrong, I love going to those classes. I still do some of them. Mm. I believe, you know, being a student is very important. But when you go to those classes, for most of the time, what they are addressing in those classes, it's how to deal with that 10 to 15% of the time when it is a stranger. Mm. And that means that we're leaving women vulnerable the rest of the time because we aren't giving them the right tools and the right strategies and that's what the courses that we've developed um that's what they do so one of our foundation courses called the daughter principle and it's based on the principle that you know <laughs> i wanted my daughter to be safe and all of the other daughters we're all daughters that's the one thing you know as a female we have in common we're all daughters and who doesn't want their daughter to be safe so we look at the emotional, we look at the psychological, you know, we look at all of the ways that the the strategies that we can use to help keep ourselves safe. You know, um, something I will say, it's exhausting going to a self-defense class and being told about awareness of your environment, awareness of what's happening and having your head on a swivel and red and green and yellow <laughs> colors. And we're already exhausted, you know, <laughs> actually it's, Self-awareness is one of the things that we really try to um, get over to women because we have one of the most powerful tools already available to us as women, intuition. Hmm. Your I intuition. love that. I love that, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and it's yeah. true. You know, you don't need to be taught. Sometimes we just need to be given permission to actually listen to it. Because much of what we're told as women, again, you know, back to societal constructs, it's all about ignoring that gut feeling, ignoring that intuition, rationalizing what we're hearing and feeling and experiencing. Actually, mm -hmm. being self-aware, checking in with yourself, going, I hear the words this person's saying, they're kind words, but my gut's still telling me no. Mm -hmm. Listen to that. I know that. No, that's. I'm. I'm. I'm smiling, Kay, because 
I'm just digressing slightly, but I, I did some work um, with a client. I was going back a few years now. I did a bit of coaching and I did a bit of hypnotherapy with him. And, uh, and when we finished, he actually said to me, um, oh, you're, ve you're very much in touch with your female side, aren't you? And I, 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 and I went, I think I know what you mean, you know, and that was that intuitive bit. That's why I was smiling mm. when you said it, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, there you were three years ago. You've started this thing. You, you've now, you know, looking at your website, you've got a team of people working with you as well. Um, what type of people, are, have they come from different backgrounds? You know, have they got different skills and do you do complement one another? Oh, hugely. So, um, you know, lots of people on the team. Um, our first requirement is obviously that you are living as a female. Um, yes. And after that, it's just that you are, and I don't know what the je ne sais quoi is, but for most people, for most of the women working on my team, it's the fact they've had some form of lived experience. And that's something that A, they are not ashamed of, but B, they're able to use to help fuel their desires. So we've got, you know, backgrounds in education. Uh, you know, we've got um, people who have done uh, different counseling courses. You know, not that we counsel, that's not what we do, but mm. lots of different types of backgrounds. Um, yeah, myself, you know, uh, my background's physical as well. Yeah, so what kind of courses do you offer, Kay, you know, and? Right, so we've got, uh, basically two different types of courses we can run so the like as I said the daughter principle we've got a couple of levels of that and most importantly those are our I call them our foundation courses and that's where we it's a group of women sitting around a table and we have a chat um, we go into lots we cover lots of different areas because one of the things that I, I've realized over the years of doing this most people, I won't even, you know, differentiate between genders here. It's just most people don't actually know what violence against women and girls looks like. So we start with that as an introduction and we play a few, you know, interesting videos and, um, you know, get people to kind of understand why we're doing what we're doing because believe it or not, sometimes we get accused of being man haters um <laughs> yeah before okay i can i can resonate with that because in a, in a past um life that i used to i used to work with i used to run victim support up here in north yorkshire okay oh, um so we yeah. used to support um people who've been involved in domestic abuse you know and, yeah. and on occasions we were called that as well. So I, I, I'm with you. I, I see where you come from with that. And, you know, it couldn't be further from the truth, could it? Uh, exactly that. You know, I love men. I have two sons. Um, <laughs> the re they are part of my driving force for wanting this to work because I want them to live in a world where they don't have to be seen as predators um, by some mm people because unfortunately of what has happened to you know we saw when uh, during the sarah everard statistics coming out of the office of national statistics they're showing you know if you were under i believe it was you know between the ages of 16 and 30 you, you had a 90 percent over 90 percent chance of you know encountering some form of sexual harassment well that's 
you know, these statistics aren't acceptable, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just not. So, so you've got you've got the, the daughter, Princess Paul. What other things have you got? You mentioned. Right. So else. we've got. Yeah, we've got fearless, uh, fearless female education. Um, that's a qualification. And okay. that's really exciting. Um, so with that one, uh, you can be qualified you, once you're qualified. If you want to, you can then go on and do our train the trainer program and you can then deliver that uh, in your communities, which is what we are hoping to do. Because, you know, I think for a lot of people, um, when they're out there going, well, where can I go? What can I do? Obviously. Mm. I don't believe I'm the only one who can deliver this. I think we, we need to get this spread throughout communities, you know, schools, universities, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so that's quite an so it's that ripple, one. It's that ripple effect, isn't it? It's that, you know, it's like being the conduit for this to grow and develop, you know, and uh, yeah. and I often say this to people, you know, and, and, and well, people have these great ideas, you know, just, hey, park your ego because it's not about you. It, it's It's about what you can bring. You know what I mean, and, and just and just let that go, and and it ripples out. You know, if you think it's about you all the time, you just you're just going to hit that old hit that brick wall all the time. Because if it's just about you, what's going to happen when you're not there? You've got to get that ripple effect moving, haven't you? Absolutely, and you know that's the thing. Like, I I believe one of the big strengths of what we do as well is that um, we are very focused on trauma awareness, and again. Mm if you think about it even just logically and there's not a lot of studies out there and i'm so excited to say i'm going to be starting to do some research on this um and we've got a few things in the pipeline so you know watch this space but women who traditionally go to self-defense classes there's there tends to be a reason and that's and even with men you know it's usually because we feel a bit unsafe mm. um and some of the women who go into those classes have already suffered quite profound in some cases, instances of, you know, abuse and violence. Now, the last thing, if you have been one of those people going into that environment that you need is for someone who's not aware of those signs of trauma to be trying to teach you certain things, getting you into certain positions, shall we say, um, which can re-trigger some people. You know, these are just stories that I know personally, mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying, the research needs to be done. And, you know, I'm really excited to start getting into that. But a lot of people, women in particular, have ended up being traumatized after going to self-defense classes, which was, you know, they were meant to help. And I know I can't think of any single person teaching a class who would want that to happen. But it's because if you don't know better, you can't do better. Mm. So, so what you described, Kayla, do, do you work a lot face to face or do you do something online as well? It's at the moment, it's all face to face. Okay. Um, that's not to say it can't change, but at the moment it's face to face. And I just personally believe that's where the, the, the beauty of this is, as it were, the magic happens. There is something powerful about a group of women being in a room and hearing it's not your fault. Mm -hmm. You did the right thing. Actually fighting isn't always the best option it didn't matter what you were wearing and hearing that from a group of other women it's so powerful it is so magical and i don't want to rob women of that just yet so face to face oh. now you're you're based down in the birmingham area yeah yes but i have 
team and I've got to update the website because we've got a few new people um, that are oh, based great. all over. Yeah. Okay. So I love this. So, so if people want to find out more about you, they can go to the, what's the website? Just let them know. It's um, fearlessfemaleeducation.com. Okay, so you can, you can go there, and and so yeah, if they're if they're in the areas that they cover, they can go along to one of your sessions. Um, and I guess from what you're describing as well, if you if, if we've got people listening to this, um, who would like to maybe get involved and get in touch with you, and and maybe start to run something in their location, you'd love that as well, I guess. Okay, absolutely. You know, that's something I'm starting to work with. Um. I've got a few people in London that I'm going to be starting to get trained up. I've got this amazing school um, because alongside the, the female specific classes, one of the things we're doing is uh, we've been working on a youth course. And that's, again, bringing all that trauma awareness and stuff into it. And I've got this amazing school in Sheffield that I'm going to be working with shortly. So always for me, it's not about hoarding the knowledge. It's about, as you said, <laughs> getting it out there to as many people as possible. Well, look, well, it's been a pleasure talking to you and helping in helping you do that uh, today. So, just give us that website again. It's fearlessfemaleeducation.com. So there you go. Um, you know, for you, the listener, then for you, the listener, you now know where to go if you'd like to get involved and find out more. And, uh, okay, a really big thank you for joining us today on Glass Half Full. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. A big thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast from the team at Yawa Radio. Remember to check us out live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at yawaradio.com co.uk and if you'd like to join us as a guest on Yawa Radio or as a guest on the Yawa Radio podcast we would love to hear from you simply email studio at yawaradio.co.uk once again a big thank you for taking the time out to listen this is the Yawa Radio podcast copyright applies <laughs>